Well, I would like to say good morning to each one of you and greet you in Jesus' name this morning. It's um, good to be here again this morning. It feels like it's been a while since we were here, but I did not have to put it in my GPS to get here this morning, so <laughs> I figured that was a good thing. <laughs> um, so for a, a message this morning, I was thinking back here recently, somewhat recently, um, maybe over my teenage years and um, maybe some of the choices that I made and the results of those choices. And my mind went to um, Ecclesiastes where he talks about remembering thy creator. And that's the title of the sermon this morning is Remember Thy Creator. So we're going to look at um, Ecclesiastes here, um, um, chapter 11, where we're going to look at a few verses there. So Ecclesiastes chapter 11, I'm going to start at verse 9. He says, Rejoice, O man, in thy youth, and let thy heart cheer thee in thy days of thy youth, and walk in the ways of thine heart, in the sight of thine eyes. But know, thou, for all these things, God will bring thee into judgment. Therefore, remove sorrow from thy heart, and put away evil from thy flesh, for childhood and youth are vanity. Remember now thy creator in the days of thy youth. While the evil days come not, nor the years draw nigh, when thou shalt say, I have no pleasure in them. While the sun or the light or the moon or the stars be not darkened, nor the clouds return after rain. So we're going to stop there. Um, we will read a few more verses later on. But So as I was thinking about um, this chapter here and... How does that um, relate to us today? So he, he starts there in verse um, chapter 11 there. He says, Rejoice, O young man, in thy youth. You know, our youth is a time of uh, strength. It's probably the um, yeah, time of where um, God gives us strength to do things. And um, we're not, maybe not to be ashamed of our youth. Um, but remember that for the choices and the things we do, we will be accountable for those choices that we do make. And verse chapter 12 there, he says, remember now thy creator. Um, it puts an emphasis on now. Remember now thy creator. Um, live, maybe we could say live now for your creator. And as we understand, we, each one of us has been created by God and we have uh, someone that we're accountable to. So, why is it important that we remember our Creator or God in our youth? Um, and as I was thinking about this, just thinking back over my own life, and again, choices I made and results of those and how um, that shaped um, my direction in life. We could say good or bad. So I was thinking about um, just a few things, uh, such as uh, music, the things we listen to, um, the places we go. Those things um, we will remember possibly for the rest of our lives. Um, the music we listen to, music is very powerful. And 
Um, you know, I can still remember the music I listened to or songs I sang as just a child even. Um, so those things don't necessarily leave us. So again, what we take in in our youth will likely stay with us. So it is important that we are careful as to what we fill our minds with, and not just in our youth either, um, as, as adults, as, or all through our life. And I think life is not just about what we can get out of it, but rather more maybe what we can put into it, what we can do for others. And I think about um, as uh, living for the Lord in our youth is um, maybe uh, having a good start to your day. You know, it seems like if you have a bad start to your day, the rest of the day just doesn't seem to go as well either. And so, again, um, getting a proper start is very, very vital. Uh, maybe you're... Maybe your doctor will tell you to eat a healthy meal for breakfast in the morning so you have strength for the day. Um, so again, a proper start is important. When we wake up in the morning, do we remember to pause, for, um, pause to give thanks to the Lord for giving us a new day? Um, that we, and also in the evening when we, when we close for the night, do we remember to thank God for the day and for the strength that he gives us for each day? It is important that we do not forget God in our life. And I had to think of, uh, in our front lawn last year, we planted a tree. And I tied it somewhat loosely. And over the winter, the wind and everything kind of caused the tree to tilt. And I knew I should have straightened it earlier, and I just let it go, kept pushing it off and pushing it off. And finally the other day I said, you know, that tree's really going to go crooked if I don't straighten it. So I tried putting the stake in and straightening it back up again, and I really had a pull for that tree to, and I, I don't know if, I hope it grows straight. But, and I think about that as us. Um, you know, as we, as we, uh, we, in our youth, you know, we make, uh, we have relationships, we have friends. Um, Maybe we get married, um, you know, we make life choices, and each one of those choices has a way of leading us in maybe one direction or the other. And the older we get, um, you could say making choices out of God's will, we, it will become harder and harder for us to turn back um, because of the choices that we make. So. I'm not saying it's, it's not possible, but it, it becomes, we could say it becomes harder and harder the older we get to, because of some of those choices we make as we are young. So, just something to think about um, as, we, as we're making choices in life. And I think of the verse, uh, Matthew 19, verse 14, it said, but Jesus said, suffer not Suffer little children and forgive, forbid them not to come unto me, for such is the kingdom of, um, of heaven. We think of the innocence of a child. And um, Jesus saw the value, the, the humility in a child. And uh, we see uh, Satan is really hard after children. He wants, to, he wants to capture their minds with things and so they don't think about God. And 
And if, if um, I had to think about this, having a baby in our home again, maybe the, the dependence, a baby is somewhat helpless without its parents. So it, it, ha it relies on um, their parents for food and you know, uh, for, for life, really. So, and it was, think about us relying on God as a little child. We become as a little child and rely on God for our daily strength. Um, we humble ourselves as a child. <clears throat> Second Timothy 2.22 says, Flee also youthful lust, but follow righteousness, faith, charity, and peace with them that, are, that call on the Lord out of a pure heart. So what does it mean to flee something? If we know something's dangerous, we tend to stay away from that. Um, maybe there's a sign, um, a cliff up ahead, you know, stay back. We, we understand the danger there, but how oftentimes um, we see the warnings, but yet we think, well, how, how really, how bad is that? Um, is that really dangerous? And Satan can... Um, try to uh, just as he did to Eve. Is is that really, is that really serious? That's really not that bad, and and we can be swayed into something. So we need to be always on guard. Flee useful lust, but follow righteousness, faith, charity, and peace. So just a uh, yeah, I think we all we we need to always be on guard each and every day of our life. And and I think of Daniel again. Um, where he was asked to eat the king's uh, food there and how him and his friends there, they were taken away captive and um, how they refused to eat the king's food. They didn't want to defile themselves with the king's wine and his um, food there. So, and um, maybe that said something about their character, their commitment to the Lord. Um, they knew, they, they didn't want to defile themselves even though possibly every, everybody else that was taken captive was doing that. And we see how God blessed them for that. And so, as we think of um, not compromising, um, even, even when every, everyone else is doing it, not compromising to defile ourselves. Even, even if the world around us thinks, says it's acceptable, and um, you know, sometimes we're going to be the odd one standing out saying, uh, everybody else is going to say, well, everybody else is doing it, why not? But... Um, I believe if we, if we stand up for what we believe, God will bless us for that and give us strength to do that. And it was talked about maybe this morning already, um, the, the law of sowing and reaping in our life. And I believe everyone, each one of us, has a sowing and a reaping in our life. Um, ever since, we could say this started ever since back in Genesis, um, there started the law of the sowing and reaping ever since sin entered into the world. And um, God has used that to bless his people, and also he's used it to bring hardships maybe on his people. And a couple of verses there I looked up, um, Genesis 12, 20, uh, 26, 12 says, Isaac sowed in the land and received a hundredfold and became great. We see here God blessed him for his obedience to him. Um, and I want to be careful how I say that because it doesn't mean that if we're obedient to God, he's going to bless us and we're going to become very great and 
Uh, I believe there's many other ways that God blesses us with strength for each day, um, with peace in our hearts. So, um, but we see here God blessed, um, God blessed him for his obedience and allowed him to become great. And then in Jeremiah 12, 13, he says, God caused their sowing wheat to reap thorns because they forsook him and pursued after idols. Here we see God um, didn't bless them. You could say he cursed their works because, um, because of their disobedience. They worshiped idols. They, they, they forgot about God, maybe. And um, they didn't care about him anymore. And... Um, so as we think about how we, how we live our life, it is very important. When a farmer plants his field, we see the corn growing out there. Um, he planted that field with purpose. You know, farm, as a farmer, how you plant the, the seed, the, you know, you want to do it in a very orderly way. And then also when you're, uh, you have to cultivate the ground, so the weeds, because the weeds are going to grow. Um, it, it's... It's the way God made it since sin. And so in, in our own hearts, we have to um, plant the good seed, read God's word, and um, we have to be careful that we, what we do plant in our hearts because we are sowing and reaping and that we cultivate out the bad weeds, the things that um, want to spring up in our, in our hearts. Galatians uh, 6, I'm going to read a few verses there in Galatians chapter 6, verses 7 to 10. He says, Be not deceived, God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that he shall also reap. For he that soweth to his flesh shall reap, shall reap corruption, but he that soweth to the Spirit shall also reap life everlasting. And let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap, if we faint not. As therefore we have opportunity, let us do good to unto all men, especially unto those of the household of faith. faith. Verse 7, again, illustrates the, that don't be mistaken. Be not deceived. God will never be mocked. I mean, he will, in the end, God will always, um, his promises will all true hold true. He will not be mocked. I mean, people might make fun of God today, but ultimately, God will not be mocked. He will bring about what he has promised. And this is a, a promise that we have that um, what we sow, we will also, we, we will also reap in our life. Um, maybe a, a term we'd be familiar with is a cause and effect. Um, that, um, you know, the sowing, idea of sowing and reaping. And as I think, um, there's, there's a reaping now for the choices that we make. Um, as maybe we could think of a drunk driver going down the road and causing harm to somebody else. There was, a, there was an immediate consequence for the action that he took. But also there's a, um, uh, we could say a spiritual side to this that we will be rewarded according to our our works here on earth either um, for if we slow into the flesh we'll be rewarded to that or if we've um, so into the spirit we will um, reap life everlasting so just something to think about there 
and planting, you know, as just thinking of planting again. Um, some, sometimes, you know, we plant a seed and it takes a long time for it to grow. We may not see it until it starts poking up through the ground. And, um, it, you know, sometimes it, it takes months for that plant to grow. We don't always see the results of seeds we planted right away. Sometimes uh, a good deed we've done for someone, you know, we may not know if it ever made an effect in that person's life. Um, but, you know, we, get, we give it over to God and maybe we shared the word with somebody and we, we don't know if it made an effect on that person, but we give it over to God and um, let him work with that. So each seed we plant will grow into something. And, you know, we cannot change our past, but um, we can find forgiveness and move on from that. So I had to think of us as, uh, as parents, maybe, or even older children in the family. You know, we, each, we all have someone looking up to us, each and every one of us has someone looking up to us in our life, whether we know it or not. And um, how we live, the seeds that we are sowing in other people's lives, um, it is important. And, you know, many times the choices I make is not just affects my life, but it also affects the, li the, the lives of my children and those around me where I work in my workplace, um, the, the way the, my, my speech, the way I, the things I do, they do have an effect on um, not just my own heart, my own life, but the lives of others around me. Sometimes God brings warnings in our, into our life, and this morning I thought of uh, back when I was, I want to say 10 years, I don't know exactly how old I was anymore, but I'm going to say around 10 years old. My dad bought a, a boat from my, um, a fellow that lived local there to us, and it, the boat had some engine troubles. So one night, uh, it was a Friday or Saturday night, about 9 o'clock, we decided we're going to take this boat out. I believe it was the first time we were taking it out. And... We took it to the boat dock and put it in the water and that engine just would not start. We, we tried and we tried and finally we gave up. We said, well, we're going back home. So anyway, we went to pull it out of the water again and, and we thought, boy, it really pulls out of the water hard. And we put, when we got it up out of the water, we realized we never put the drain plug in. <laughs> and and I, I, I was thinking about that as, you know, maybe, maybe God didn't let that engine start because we would have been out in the lake and we would have had that issue, but a much bigger problem. So sometimes God brings warnings into our life. Um, you know, maybe something didn't work out that we really wanted to do, but, you know, um, maybe, maybe we try to look at what God is trying to do with that situation. Um, So, yeah, and there's many different warnings we may face, you know, as the, you know, sometimes we maybe get pulled over by a policeman for driving too fast, and um, we take that as a warning to, to, to slow down. And those things, yeah, like I said, God brings those into our life to um, sometimes make us think about the choices that we're making to prevent us from, you know, causing injury to somebody else, maybe. Next thing to look at is seeking God's approval. And 2 Timothy verse, uh, 
2, chapter 2, verse 15 says, Study to shew thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. But shun profane and vain babblings, for they will increase unto more ungodliness. You know, there's many good books out there that we can read, that we can learn lots of valuable information from. Um, and, you know, as we go to school, we learn our math or English, basic um, education. Uh, and that's very important. But, um, but it's important that we also study God's word. Study to show that self-approved unto God. Um, too often we worry about what other people might think of us, but really it's important is that we are seeking God's approval in our life to live a life pleasing to him. Um, you know, oftentimes, you know, we buy a piece of equipment and it always, most stuff comes with an instruction manual or warnings of some sort. And oftentimes we just toss that out until something breaks or something quits working and we wonder, you know, why did the engine quit? Well, it said to change the oil every 200 hours. Well, that was there for a reason. They told us that for a reason. So um, as we read God's word and apply it to our life, that can prevent us for, from facing some of those consequences um, or facing those consequences. So are the choices um, I'm making, are the choices you're making pleasing to God? Is my life does God find it um, a sweet-smelling sacrifice? Um, do the things I fill my mind with, are they pleasing to God? Um, there's so much, so much entertainment media out there today that we can easily fill our minds with, and we have to, we have to really be careful. It's, um, Satan's very, very deceptive, and sometimes it's just the little things, and... Um, we just have to be very careful with some of that stuff. We think of keeping God's commandments in our life. Um, Proverbs 3, verses 1 to 7 says, My son, forget not my, lo my law, but let thine heart keep my commandments. For, for length of days and long life and peace shall they add to thee. Let not mercy and truth forsake thee. Bind them about thy neck and write them on the table of thine heart. So thou shalt find favor and good understanding in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not, lean not on thine own understanding, but in all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy path. Be not wise in thine own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. So the proverb writer here talks about keeping God's commandments, writing them on our hearts. For length of days and long life and peace shall they add unto thee. There, there's a blessing in doing things God's way. Um, and, you know, the world around us wants nothing to do with that. Um, we see it in the marriage situations. They want nothing to do with doing it God's way. Um, they want to do their own way, but... The, the repercussions of that or the consequences of those, the way they are choosing to do it are just unbelievable. Um, the effects that, you know, we could say God's giving them thorns, reaping them, they're reaping thorns because they have disobeyed what he has um, taught. So understanding God's laws and applying them to my life. Let not mercy 
uh, and truth forsake thee. Bind them on thy neck, write them on the table in thy heart. Again, remember to be merciful to others because God has shown us mercy so that we remember and do not forget um, to show mercy to others. Sometimes when we feel someone has wronged us and we feel we have every reason to be angry with that person, but let not mercy forsake thee. Be merciful. God has forgiven us a great debt. Um, so we need to remember that. Trust in the Lord. You know, sometimes we trust in our own ways. We think we have it figured out. But he says to trust in the Lord with my heart, with thy heart. Lean on not on my own understanding, but trust in the Lord. And he will direct our paths of life. He says, be still and know that I am God. Just a reminder. Psalms 119 says, Wherewith shall a young man cleanse his way? By taking heed according to thy word. He asks a question. How is a young man to cleanse his way um, or keep himself from evil? How is he to change? You know, we see many, um, um, the law in our country here, it sends criminals to prison. And that, I mean, that's their way of dealing with evil, you could say. But that can never actually change a man's heart. Um, it's it's um, only God can change a man's heart. So wherewith to show a young man cleanse his way by taking heed to God's word, um, seeking forgiveness from God. God is the one who can really change our hearts. Again, thinking about mercy, Psalms 103.12 says, For as... For as the heaven is high above the earth, so great is his mercy toward them that fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far he hath removed our transgressions from us. You know, if you've ever seen a jet flying in the sky, heading east or west, they can continue heading east all day and night, and they will never head west. North and south, you can, you'll soon be heading one way or the other. But, and as we think of um, the east is from the west, as far as um, it's beyond our comprehension, there is no end to that. And uh, God has, if we uh, confess our sins to God, he removes them, removes our transgressions from us as far as east and remembers them no more. God desires to do that. He wants, to, he wants us to seek forgiveness. He wants us to seek him. Um, and he wants to show mercy to us. But God is also a just God. He is a loving God, but he is a just God. And he, he will stand by. He cannot change his promises. So back in Ecclesiastes chapter 12, I'm going to read a couple verses there again. Back to where we had started. At the end of uh, Ecclesiastes chapter 12, verses 13 and 14, he, he comes to the whole conclusion of the matter. He said, let us hear the conclusion to the whole matter. What he's talking about here. Um, I had skipped over a bunch of verses here, but um, to keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. For God shall bring every work into judgment with every secret thing, whether it be good or whether it be evil. So, at the end of all these things, um, 
he talks about uh, verse 7 there, I believe, uh, verse 8 maybe. He says, vanity of vanities. Um, just loving a life without God is vanity. Even, even the works that we do here, um, thinking more along material work things, um, is really vanity at the end of the day. We, we cannot take it with us. Um, sure, we can pass things on to the next generation, but at some point, it all becomes vanity. It's, it's nothing to us uh, for eternity. So, and, and he's seen that here. So, we think of the whole purpose, the whole conclusion, to fear God and to keep his commandments. That's, I would say, one of the primary things we're called to do. Fear God and keep his commandments here. Um, that is what he has called us to do. He has put us on here, this earth. Um, maybe each of us has a different, slightly different calling in our life. And um, God has different purposes for each one of us here. But, um, so, I don't, but the, at, at the end of the day, our, our commandment is to have a fear, fear our love for God, maybe. That we, um, yeah, love God and keep his commandments. So that's all I had for this morning. Um, I pray that each one of us could, um, yeah, strive to apply God's word, to fear God, keep his commandments in our life, in our heart. And um, I just want to wish, wish each one God's blessing here at the Lakeland Congregation, um, that we can all continue on serving the Lord in each and every area of our life. So let us kneel for prayer. Our Heavenly Father, we come before you this morning here to thank you for this, another, just another opportunity to gather here this morning. Um, and as, we, as I pray that each one here, especially those in their youth or coming into their youth, Lord, that they would remember you in all the ways of their life, um, understand the choices that they're making will have an effect on them the rest of their lives. And each one of us, even as adult, older maybe, um, the choices we have, uh, make, may they be pleasing to you. Uh, may we honor you with the choices that, in the way that we live, may we study your word, and um, that we can be a blessing to others and live a life that is pleasing to you. We ask this in your name. Amen.